Epic Gumdrop, sweeter than being the race car on Park Place. Hello, Jeff. Hi, James. So today we're going to talk about licensed versions of games. And before starting this episode or researching for it, I didn't know that I've played a reskinned or licensed version of a board game. Um, there's just something about them that doesn't appeal to me. I, I see them. I do not want to buy them. I don't want to play them. Even if it's a license I'm fond of, I'm likely not to play it because I have this assumption that it's nothing more than attempted sort of, you know, dress up a game without any substantial game mechanic changes. In other words, I like, I feel like they're a cynical cash grab. Um, and in looking at the story of board game reskinning, I started compiling a list of versions of popular board games. I wanted to see where was the point where this all started and, you know, trying to find the year. When did one company pick up on it? Everybody else jump on board. And within a few minutes, the name kept reoccurring. USAopoly, USAopoly, USAopoly. And who is USAopoly? I didn't know anything about this. So why does the beginnings of, you know, an explosion of licensed film, TV, and brand versions of so-called classic board games all begin in the mid to late 90s? Should I get over my licensed version and just enjoy these, you know, familiar games with equally familiar pop culture re-themes? Um, I wasn't sure. These are questions I think we need to talk about, but I'll give you a brief overview. Uh, USAopoly begins in 1994 in Carlsbad, California, as a way to produce localized versions of Monopoly. They worked with Hasbro to acquire the ability to use the Parker Brothers license and started off by producing a San Diego version of Monopoly. So small beginnings, you know, modest, with a good idea. Makes sense. Let's localize this. In their words, we started with cities, colleges, and popular themes like The Simpsons, Harley Davidson, and the NFL. Over 100 different specialty editions later, USAopoly started putting spins on other timeless games we all know and love to play, like Yahtzee, Jenga, The Game of Life, as well as check, chess, checkers, tic-tac-toe, dominoes, and puzzles, which explained a lot. Um, I always assumed that once board game company struck gold with the popular re-theming um, of their game, that all of the board game companies simply just followed suit, but it's really just a case of everything being a subsidiary of Hasbro or at least everything by Parker Brothers, Milton Bradley, Wizards of the Coast, and thus Avalon Hill, and Cranium. So in other words, here's, here's the games that are all kind of under the same umbrella. Axis and Allies, Battleship, Candyland, Connect Four, Cranium, Clue, with Cluedo, Diplomacy, The Game of Life, Monopoly, uh, Ouija, Operation, Pictionary, Risk, Scrabble, Trivial Pursuit, and Yahtzee. So that's a lot of properties. So when I see a Dungeons and Dragons version of Clue next to a Bratz or Corvette version of Monopoly, I should realize that these are all the work of the same evil masterminds. I mean, the utterly brilliant work of one little company with ambitions to give us regional versions of one of the most well-known board games out there. But wait, their work does not stop there. That recent Adventure Time version of Munchkin? Thanks, USAopoly. It makes sense, as they've also brought us Adventure Time Monopoly, Adventure Time Memory Challenge, and how about Adventure Time Risk, Battle for the Candy Kingdom? Coming soon, perhaps. Now, I know you're thinking that it couldn't get any better than this. It does. If you're a company or organization and you want a rethemed version of Monopoly, Yahtzee, Trivial Pursuit, Memory Connect, 4, Clue, Life, Telestrations, Tapple, or Reverse Charades, then you can have it. Fill out the web form and it can be yours. Monopoly? Epic Gumdrop? I know 
you will be searching Gen Con next year for this. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait till S in 2057. Part of me was a little sad that there isn't more story here. Uh, I wanted to read about the titans of game industry playing a pop culture arms race as they battled bravely, often fatally in the boardrooms across the land in a bid to secure the holy grail of product licenses. I wanted to learn of fistfights and lawsuits and blackmail and hitmen. Or maybe I simply wanted the story about the many versions of Monopoly to be more than a story about a Monopoly. That was all I got this week, Jeff. Yeah, that's... um. That is rather interesting because, like you, I assumed these different licensed games were different licensed games by diff- different companies. Yes, battling it out for, you know, like, ah, yay, we got the Adventure Time license. Yay. Yeah. And then they all hug and high five and, and get to work on the game. Um, but it's not. No. <laughs> it's really, really not. Yeah. Um, I also would like to say, uh, Adventure Time Risk? Yes, please. Yeah, no, I would play I that. Would play that. Yeah. Uh, Epic Gumdrop um, Diplomacy? <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> that one so much. That would be. It's bananas. Yeah. I yeah I. It just I felt like oh uh, I I was disappointed that there wasn't more story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also yeah a little disappointed that it it really is just that kind of yeah. closed in and insular and. It makes sense, I yeah. guess, at the end of it. You're... These are not game creators going, how can we reach a broader audience? Yeah. Um, this is lawyers going, how can we secure <laughs> these rights? And I thought, you know, I guess at the end of it, I thought, well, y- that idea, most the, the gaming industry isn't I mean, outside of, say, the big, you know, titles. It's not that big of an industry. So, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Jackson Games might not want to get into the world of licensing that's not what they're they're mm-hmm. good at and adventure time isn't going to go to munchkin and say hey let's make a game together yeah maybe i don't know it, it, you know at a certain point the licenses get too big so it makes sense that there's this middle party that has mm-hmm. figured it all out mm-hmm. and what no 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 we're good guys you know we'll take a cut or whatever or, or we already have the license to produce games well that's yeah on that yeah. case that's probably what it was they yeah. had adventure time and then they either went to steve jackson games or they came whoever but yeah there, there's these weird barterers in the mm-hmm. middle that have figured out the magic of lawyers and paper and documents yeah. and went oh no no we understand this it's going to cost you a bunch of money to tool up and get this done so we'll just take care of it yeah i think um this topic too is another example where you and i uh diverge as people ah. other than similar voices on a podcast yeah because uh, I played a lot of licensed games, and yeah. I get excited by licensed games. Usually huh. excited and then disappointed, but excited first. <laughs> yeah, um, and I excited I, enough to buy them. Yeah, um, you know, I play HeroClix, which is one of the ultimate <laughs> licensed games, huh. um, and I enjoy it, and my kids enjoy it, and I like the DC deck building game, and right. I love Marvel Legendary is one of my favorite games. Well, you, you like comics? Yeah, I mean, and, I don't, I don't, don't like comics, but. I, yeah, I'm not as a big of a fan as you are. Yes. So superheroes and all of that. Yes, they don't excite you in the same way no. as they excite me. That seems and like so, a less gross thing to license. Yeah. And the application of it doesn't seem quite as, I don't know, like some of the versions of, you know, a Corvette version of Monopoly. Right. What? Like that just. Yeah, a lot of them are are the, uh, let's do a cheap version of a cheap game. Yeah. That we can sell cheaply to people that have to buy a Christmas present That's for their it. uncle, and they know well. 
He once mentioned he liked Corvettes. He'll never be able to afford it to buy one. Yes. So let's get him this, and maybe his midlife crisis will go away. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's, yeah, a lot of these schlocky versions exist for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think with the Heroclix or Legendary mm-hmm. or any of these, where there is a license, but it's not, a, it, it fits. It's not a, a really clunky overlay right necessarily like it mechanically and everything you know it is actually hero clicks is really clunky in general but yes but that's part of its charm right i keep telling myself yes also spending money on it is part of its charm i keep telling myself uh yeah yeah i guess it's it's a little different than than taking the exact same mechanics and uh, putting the 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 same just retheming it, reskinning yeah. it entirely without any new content. Right. Um, and that is annoying. It's yeah, whether or not I feel cynical. Whether or not I feel that someone on the other end is just playing puppet master with our wallets or right. whether it is uh, something where somebody was enthusiastic and went, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna add this faction, we're gonna have to license this, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be cool. Like that's a different well, it's the intent seems different. It to, it brings up the also the idea of, um, like in the game industry, it used to be you created a game, and then you market that game, and the game sells, and it's either successful or it's not. Mm-hmm. But it seems the publishers themselves too are moving towards systems as opposed to games. Right. Right. So you create a system. Yeah. And then we can put this theme on it. We can do, you know, uh, the Spartacus board game. Right. Will be a, a, a new version of this game, but with Spartacus. And we'll add a little bit of polish and maybe a couple rule changes specific to this version. But right. really, it's a system or like Flux or Descent. Uh, or Descent, even. Yeah. With the just recent announcement that they're doing essentially Star Trek Descent, which admittedly, Again, for me, sounds cool. Yeah. What was, what was the other one that came out? There was another... Oh, it was along those lines. I think... Was it another Fantasy Flight title or something? No, I don't know. But no. yeah, there's so many of them that come out where exactly... It seems like they've taken the mechanics or taken the... Oh, it was a Vlada, uh, Mage Knight, the board game. WizKids announced they're going to do another... Yeah. Essentially taking that thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, and people are very divided on it. Yeah. Half the people go, yeah! Yeah, that sounds awesome. And other people are like, oh, yeah, you're just destroying and it, it. Realistically, I think it comes down to if you're a huge fan of the license or not. Yeah. Right. Uh, like my kids don't like Monopoly. Right. We, we you know, I, I maybe can get them to like it at some point, although I have not tried hard. Yeah. <laughs> but every time they see Adventure Time Monopoly in the store, they're like, oh, we should get this because they love the license. Yeah. And that's really what license games come down to. And one of the problems with all of these licensed games, I mean, it's one thing when it's on the Target store shelves. It's when the licenses start to take over the game shelves in the game store. Yeah. Uh, and what does that push out? Right. Right. So you're getting a reskinned version of Mage Knight uh, with Star Trek. That's going to take up shelf space that could have gone to some original game. Yeah. Right. Or even the publisher themselves. They've only got so many slots. It's they've true. only got so much they can put out a year yeah. by by doing these games, which have a higher price point because you've got to pay for the license as well as the designer, as well as all the, the components. Yeah. Uh, what is that pushing out of the industry? And now you've got a big box to sell that big license. So we've yeah. got, we got to make that box twice as big, Jeff. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I and found so the license games. We're going to push out two games. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's bananas. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird. Uh, but at the same time, is that licensed game going to get somebody into gaming? Right. That might might never have. Yeah. Because I'll I'll tell you, I would rather see a a Star Trek skinned version of Descent than yet another trivia game. It's true. And is it going to help keep that friendly local you know game store alive? Yeah. If if it does, is that a bad thing? You know, it's maybe it's. it's or are they going to overbuy evil. because of the license, and then the game's terrible? <laughs> And then they're yeah. stuck with a, a lot of dollars tied up on the shelves collecting dust. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of <laughs> there's lots of variables at play. We can't worry about them. <laughs> or reason, because reason it's a higher price game, is the friendly local store going to be pushed out because you're going to buy it mm. online with a deep discounter? That's a good point. Because it's a higher price point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all these things. Your your armadas and games like that. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Well, I go to my local game store and pay another twenty dollars more. Twenty, uh, some of them, you know, yeah. it's it's you know, it's forty dollars, fifty dollars yeah. on some of the the high high end games. Uh, it gets tougher to buy those in the yeah. shop. Yeah. Now I like to buy from my local shop because they keep giving me stuff. Yeah, that's well, they that's keep running nice. tournaments and doing stuff, which is good. Yeah. And so I pay a premium because I do okay on the other end. Right. They're <laughs> so, family. Yeah. At this point. Uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's yeah, that's, it is licensing in general a good thing for the industry. I guess that's the question. Mm. What does your gut tell you? Uh, I think the answer is yes, and I think you, you know, I'd almost classify all the titles I talked about before mm-hmm. as almost not part of the industry. No, those ones, yeah, I'd say so the USAopoly is are another thing. Yeah, and, or the, the of the hobby, like people I think that are into gaming, even you know, um, casual gamers probably don't consider a lot of those games to be in the same grade as anything else right so you know you kind of go meh whatever yeah and i wasn't concerned about you know your big box store necessarily selling good games Mm -hmm. that's not where i'm going because they're just going to sell drek and they're going to sell mountains of it and it's going to be licensed licensed drek so it'll be licensed drek pushing pushing out other piles of license oh right i can't get the uh the Doctor Who, uh, you know, a version this year because it looks like the Adventure Time one has pushed it out. Right. It doesn't concern It's not going to affect your life too no. much. Um, but in general, the trend has been more towards licensing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Fantasy Flight, oh, you know, most of the catalog is licensed now. It, yeah, it seems it. Yeah. Which I'm, again, I'm not being a huge Star Wars fan yeah you send me the hate mail Go, you, and you should please, guys because yeah. he deserves it you know I, I don't hate it i look at armana and i think oh that looks fun yeah i actually do i genuinely think they but the but thing, if it was a steampunk version with flying airships eh. would that appeal to you more no it's just the you know it's okay being spaceships i just the yeah. whole star wars franchise i don't really care about but yet yeah, spaceships cool yeah. i like that but it, the fact that it's licensed is irrelevant to me mm-hmm. i would just assume play any twilight imperium i would take over you know like right. it just could be anything um but so, will it be in the future? Because yeah. it's probably not. It's probably no. going to be Star Wars, Star Trek. It's, it's probably else. going to be. Yeah, that's that's the trend I see, and that's where I get a little. Yeah, I I don't. I yeah, I I would prefer to see some original ideas. Yes, right? because it does kind of, you know, um, as we've been playing many rounds of Arctic Scavengers. Oh. Would would I want that Arctic Scavengers was a skin of some you know or got rethemed? Yeah, like the dome. NBC's the dome. Yeah, like yeah, some bad TV like show. Yeah. So would I want that? You know, yeah. do I want Wayward Pines the board game? No, I don't. Like I want an original mechanic, an original theme that takes me away mm-hmm. and has its own story to tell. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of exciting to get into that world. Yeah. 
and you know, and they can build on that world. And it's a story, you know, even something at like Netrunner, it's a story that's evolving. Mm -hmm. It's not Matrix Part Four. Right. Like it's not just copying off of something. I I don't know where it's going, and that's kind of exciting mm -hmm. as a game. So I like games that tell their own big stories, even if it's you know derivative in some way. Right. Um, so. Yeah, and even though I, there's some themes I like, I like Doctor Who. Big Doctor Who fan. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play a Doctor Who retheme of any game. Right. Just don't. You know, I'll watch your show. But if somebody came up with a great original Doctor Who game? If it was an original Doctor yes. Who game, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I haven't tried, like, Doctor Who role-playing game. Yeah. But maybe that's good. Uh, and, we, and we talked before, we will be all over uh, a... a um, Adventure Time version of Descent. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just because it, I think it would, that would be a fun collision. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm contradicting. See, exactly. Right. But because of your like for the license. And that's really true. what it comes down to. You will forgive a lot for I, love of a license. See, in my head, it was that it's more about uh, smashing two great ideas together to make right. an even better idea. And the storytelling possibility within yeah. the Descent game. With, with Adventure Time narratives, yeah, yeah, would as be. opposed to somebody just saying, mm -hmm. "Let's make some money, boys." Yeah, and the potential for that game to be less conflict based right. and more emotional resolution, yeah, based exactly, yeah. So I think we from uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're you know you want to hire us to do your, you we know, are by the way we are prepared to do an Adventure Time absolutely version of I a game like Descent. We spent many hours in the the playground, you know, while our kids were off playing, discussing yes. the mechanics of this. <laughs> And rest assured, it would be an awesome game. <laughs> it would be an awesome game. Mathematical. It would be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, again, if it wasn't cynical, I guess it's okay. And so, I guess with like Fantasy Flight taking on the Star Wars license. Mm -hmm. and to their credit, they've produced great games. Yeah. I'm with assuming the it's license. not cynical. Or, you know, even D&D Attack Wing or any of those. Yeah. Or, the, um, or whatever that one's called. Yeah. That, you got it. Okay. Right. Now, it's, does that feel cynical? No, I don't. They I like, genuinely are making. I've like a, played it with massive D and D fans. Hmm. Um, sometimes they get upset at some of the powers given, cards given with some of the creatures, uh, feeling they don't quite fill the role they're supposed to within the universe. Okay, but then they're happy to move the dragon around and shoot fire at somebody. So it's <laughs> right. it's one of those things where the game mechanics work hmm. quite well first. Yeah, and then the the, the theme on top is See, icing. That feels sincere then. Yeah. And that's the, the key, I guess, as long as there's a sincerity to it and mm -hmm. somebody did it with the best intentions. Mm -hmm. I think in telling this story, I just felt like USAopoly, I, again, it seems like they kind of did start with the best intentions. Yeah, I could see the idea like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to play this instead of Atlantic City Streets? Yeah. It was, you know, your Chicago suburbs. And it's 1994. You think yeah. of where, you know, board gaming was in 1994. Yeah. yeah. Catan didn't exist. As a thing, did it? I mean, I, maybe well, it was I, I, just out. I feel like you just made a statement. <laughs> I it's it's a weird time period. Yeah. So, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, uh, yeah, they can stop. <laughs> but they're not going to. They're not going to. They're not going but to. Because that that calendar place that pops up in the mall every Christmas. Yeah. That's uh, it, like. USAopoly is probably 50% of their inventory. So I guess it just annoys us. But, uh, you know, the conclusion we seem to have drawn for ourselves is that it's probably not hurting the core part of the hobby. Right. And it doesn't seem to be rubbing off too, too much. And if it is, it's being done more sincerely. Uh, no, there are terrible licensed games. Yeah. Yeah. But And even Kickstarter games well, are becoming more and more licensed as well. Yeah. So 
it's an interesting look. Yeah, I don't know. Where is the game world? You know, is there going to be a licensed version of Catan coming up at some oh, there point? Is, there is Star Trek Catan. Oh, there is. You're yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's... Um, you know, and even good designers and stuff, you see like uh, the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Matt Leacock's take on that. Yeah. Although I assume, again there's going to be a sincerity to it that's mm-hmm. going to make it good. And if you have a good designer behind it mm-hmm. and not just a faceless corporation, maybe they'll, they have more at stake to make a good yeah. game. Maybe that's part of it too. Maybe making those designers accountable by putting their names on the box is a good thing. I don't know. You're going to see a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff come mm, out. Uh, uh, and I, you know, what percentage is going to be schlock and what percentage is going to be good is, yeah. the, is, is a, it'll be an interesting question to see how that resolves. Huh? Because that's a big license that's definitely open for business. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. Time a movie comes out, it's just you kind of go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> How many of this is there going to be? Um, so maybe it's a, it's a trend that's not hurting the industry as a whole. It's maybe not helping the industry as much as they would hoped it would. It's helping a few people's pocketbooks. Uh, yeah, U- USAopoly moved a few few of the millions of copies. Yes, USAopoly is doing well. They're here to stay. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah. And then when you're playing the Walking Dead Yahtzee, it'll be USAopoly. You'll have to thank for that. I, you know, in the coming bit here, I want to go back and play a bunch of classic board games with yeah. with my kids and look at the history of more other than Candyland. Mm-hmm. And that's where I really started running up against this as well. Because yes. I was like, I, I want just, I just want to play original Clue. Can I just do that? Yeah. Or I want to just play like, yeah, of Risk. But I don't want. And you go to the store even to mm-hmm. find because I don't own half these games. I was looking. I was like, oh, can I pick up a you know cheap copy of something? Oh, well, I where <laughs> like under the mountain of brands. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want the Corvette version. I don't want the Bratz version. I, I, I don't even really want the original version, but I need it. <laughs> it's crazy how they've uh, taken over. And, yeah. But I want to look go back and look at the originals of some mm-hmm. of these things because I think that would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and see if our assumptions of how they play are true or are they just memories we've floated up well, or have we just been reading too many complaints yeah about them i think the reskinning has kind of almost hurt the reputation maybe of some of these games as well right because yeah. that cynicism has bled over into us making making us think the original game itself is maybe just a cynical right. cash grab yeah like is clue a terrible game i played it a load as a kid and mm-hmm. yeah it was okay as a kid yeah there wasn't anything else you know that was a different era in board gaming, mm-hmm. um, but it was okay as a as a kid. So I want to play that with my kids and get their non cynical take. Yes, they, they have no idea. See, that's the best thing about kids uh, is they aren't cynical. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your kids might be because well, they're around you a lot. But... Yes, that's true. No, they're snarky. They're not snarky. snarky. Right, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because they have uh, they will give you like your daughter genuinely loves Candyland. Genuinely. Loves it. Like yeah, if you ask her, her to heart. list her favorite game. Oh yeah. It's it's depending on the day. Yeah. It could be number 1. Yeah. Yes. And there's and and when she plays it, the amount of joy she expresses while playing it yeah. is contagious. It actually makes you enjoy playing the game and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Yeah. Target audience versus cynical grown-up. It's true. <laughs> Very different take on the game. Uh, you know, I think back at all those except Candyland browse, but like <laughs> like Risk, I played so oh, way much too much risk, risk as a child. Yes. 
uh, like more hours of risk than I've probably played. I think any the other reason game. risk gets flack from grownups is you remember the hours you've spent <laughs> yeah. when it was over, sitting when it was already over watching, not two even people. just, not even when it, no, the word to me, the feeling I take away from risk is not the sitting on the sidelines, watching the last two people duke it out. It's uh, the, the I'm generating three armies per turn. Yeah. They're generating 17 armies per turn. They could start this attack anytime now, but they're just building and building oh. and building and the end is nigh. And that's where you get the table flip situations it's true. for sure. It was never satisfying at the end. Everyone felt No, sad. when you won. I don't know. You, I, I don't know. Did I felt. I, I don't know if I ever won. Yeah. <laughs> I would always just do crazy things. Yeah, yeah. But Risk, Clue, even Monopoly. I don't have terrible memories of a game like Monopoly. Never finished the game of Monopoly. I, I remember some epics. And, but I didn't ever think, oh, this is the worst game ever as a kid. I just remember thinking, oh, it's it mm -hmm. takes too long but it's also because people were playing stupid house rules that they yes. shouldn't have been playing um yes and i played yeah loads of scrabble and yeah. yahtzee like all those games have Scra scrabble is the game that reminds me i can't spell every time <laughs> just sadness it does every time and i'm like ah, i got a perfect word i put it out Curse and Laughlin. somebody goes uh did you mean spelled like this and i'm like well i don't have those letters so obviously not <laughs> i didn't have the three extra r's and an i yes uh, I was honestly certain this was correct when I put it down. I'm using the old English version. Yes. And then I just hope there's another word with that spelling in the dictionary. That's <laughs> please, pretty well. Please let it be Chinese. Please let it pretty be. Pretty well my technique. No. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to talk more about licensed games. Well, not licensed games, originals of the licenses. So maybe the licenses have tarnished the originals too much. Maybe. I, I want to go back. I want to go find out. But I think I'm done with the licenses now. You say that, and I then somebody's going to make Adventure Time Descent, and you're going to be like, oh, "I must have this." They, I please don't hear this, USAopoly. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't get in touch and and put the license on it. Yeah, a reskinning would be bad. No, we want a we want a new game in that vein. Yes, yes. Is that too much to ask? Maybe it, it just can't be Finn and Jake. It has to be like fun and and jerk joke <laughs> joke. <laughs> He's a stretchy emu. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Clownicorn. <laughs> Clowner. Yeah. Anyway, uh obviously our brains are damaged from looking at all oh, of the USAopoly no. offerings. No, let's go let's go play some non uh USAopoly Arctic Scavengers right now. Love it. Perfect. I've been James. And uh, I'm still Jeff. We will see you next time. <laughs>